This is an ABC podcast. This is the problem. Take a pair of scales of In February 99, my family and I travelled for about 16 hours to Central Australia so that we could see an annular total eclipse of the sun. And in fact, when I think about it, I've had to travel for all of my eclipses. Hawaii in 91 and Eden on the south coast of New South Wales back in 76. So I asked myself, how long do I have to sit in one spot before a total eclipse of the sun is guaranteed to throw a shadow over the top of me? Would it take 50 years or 50,000 years or 5 million years? We already know that, on average, each spot on the surface of the Earth will be visited by a total eclipse of the Sun roughly once every 375 years. But this average is very dodgy. For example, one small part of New Guinea had two total eclipses over an 18-month window in 1983-84. Now suppose that every time a total eclipse of the Sun happens, you map the path of the eclipse by painting a black shadow on the face of an ordinary globe of the Earth. You have a few total eclipses in each year, so how many years before every part of your globe is black? In other words, suppose that you are sick of travelling and you just want to sit there and have the total eclipse come to you. How many years do you have to wait to be guaranteed a total eclipse? In a total eclipse of the sun, the shadow of the moon races across the earth. Our little annular eclipse of February 99 travels some 13,700 kilometres and darkened about 0.2% or 1,500th of the surface area of the Earth. Now, some of these eclipses would overlap the same area, so it would take a lot more than 500 eclipses to cover the whole Earth. But how many more? Jean Mayas, who helped pioneer the use of small personal home computers to do astronomical calculations, wrote about this very problem in the August 99 issue of Sky and Telescope. Now, there are 360 degrees of longitude wrapping around the Earth, and 180 degrees will take you from the North Pole to the South Pole. He figured that he could just look at each point where a line of longitude crossed a line of latitude. And when you multiply it out, there are about 64,000 crossing points for the whole globe. Now, of course, you can see one problem straight away. The grid points are all different distances apart. One degree of longitude at the equator covers 111 kilometres. But up near the pole, around 89 degrees, it covers just two kilometres. So the average might be 50 or so kilometres. Luckily, the average separation of the grid points is fairly close to the width of the shadow of an eclipse. In our February 99 eclipse, the shadow of the moon was about 64 kilometres wide near Tennant Creek. And in fact, the maximum width of a solar eclipse can be about 269 kilometres. So dividing the Earth up into grid lines of latitude and longitude is not a bad start. Jean Mayas first looked at the Northern Hemisphere. He started small, with the three centuries between 1901 and 2200 AD. In this time interval... 37% of his crossing points of lines of latitude and longitude had not been visited by a total eclipse. 
he spread his window back in time by another five centuries, to 1401 AD. But still, 6% of the crossing points had not been hit by an eclipse. Finally, Maeus had to cover a period of 2,000 years, from 800 to 2800 AD, before every grid point in the Northern Hemisphere had been painted by a total eclipse of the Sun. It took his little 166 megahertz home computer about 90 minutes of solid number crunching to work this out. But this was only the Northern Hemisphere. What about the Southern Hemisphere? Before each of his grid points in the Southern Hemisphere had been visited by a total eclipse of the Sun, Mayers had had to expand his time window to cover the 4,200 years from 1400 BC to 2800 AD. And just to be extra careful, he then did the whole thing again, but with separations of half a degree of latitude and longitude. With this finer grid, it took 2,000 years to paint over 99% of the whole Earth. 3,000 years to paint 99.9% and 4,600 years before every point on the globe had been visited by an eclipse. And there you have it. Sit in one spot for 46 centuries and a total eclipse of the sun will throw you into darkness at least once. But I'm not confident that I've picked out the right spot. So I'm already planning the next sunlight safari to the heart of darkness. What does it mean? Why is it so? You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.